Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. At my house, the kids are all gone, and, and um, there's just two seniors living here, and my bride and I, we, we can really only, only tolerate, we only have the, the attention span for about an hour in front of the flat screen at night. And ideally, we'll get into a series, you know, French Village. It's, it's not The Sopranos. It's, it's not life-changing genius like Breaking Bad. Uh, but it's pretty good. It kept us engaged. Uh, you know, in France, I think it went five, six, seven years. And that's enough episodes to keep us busy on demand uh, uh, for, uh, you know, weeks or months. And that's ideal. Sometimes we'll... Uh, We'll look at a movie. Usually, we can just just tolerate about half a movie. Uh, we might or might not watch the rest of it the next night. Usually not. Uh, hey, we don't owe the movie our attention. The movie owes us, the audience. It owes it all the members of the audience something worth uh, their time and and attention and consideration. Never mind the 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 fee uh, for for signing up for Netflix or, or whatever it is. Anyway, we find much more um, uh, reliably worthy stuff, engaging material among documentaries. Uh, yeah, like like dramatic narratives now, um, scripted films, they run on too long. There's just too much space available now. Uh, um, there aren't the limitations that... that Analog, hold it in your hand, film, you know, thread it up in the in the projector, put it in the moviola. Uh, those impose certain limitations, and those limitations were helpful, just like time limitations. Deadlines are not uh, enterprises that obstruct, but actually um, promote um, um, better stuff, I think. Uh, sometimes when I was teaching... Uh, screenwriting and uh, at a university a student would say to me uh, you know the script's doing a week and for me to make it ah, i'm gonna have to sprint and scramble and and and, and stumble and race uh, like a crazy person maybe i should ask for an extension and i would say hey listen sprint race like a crazy person um, stumble <laughs> uh, hurry it has a way sometimes of shaking loose the barnacles the uh, Oh, the little uh, Rococo um, twists and turns that writers uh, throw in uh, to their narratives because it's so much easier to do that than to to write a really good story. Maybe um, if there's enough glitter, nobody will notice. There's no no story there. Anyway, documentaries. We have been watching documentaries, and we recently saw uh, two that were related in a crazy way. Uh, one was uh, about Waco, the terrible tragedy uh, with this uh, religious cult, the Branch Davidians, uh, uh, had a huge, uh, long uh, standoff with the, uh, what is alcohol and firearms uh, 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 body that, uh, I forget what the, <laughs> AFT, Alcohol, Tobacco, ATF, and Firearms commission or something they um uh had a long long standoff with with the uh this particular religious cult on their on their compound and when the final confrontation came uh, oh, over 80 people were killed over 20 children died uh, really a 
Ahura. Koresh was the leader of this cult, and he claimed to believe that he was Jesus and and um, that uh, you know the Christ had had come back to Earth. Uh, the uh, Messiah was here, and it was he. And he, this is what he preached to his followers, and they uh, they believed him. Um, they committed themselves to him and to that uh, that notion. Um, and the question that 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 gets asked is uh, that I find really interesting: is did he really believe that he was Jesus, or was this just a manipulation? Did he did he uh, know that he wasn't Jesus? For goodness' sake. But um, uh, pretend, uh, you know, that that he thought he was Jesus in order to manipulate the uh, the congregation, his parishioners, these people whom he was exploiting not only uh, uh, financially, um, uh, but in many cases also sexually, including uh, the the uh, sexual abuse of of underage people of children. Um, so there's the question, did he pretend to believe that or did he really believe it? Now, there are the, the other documentary is the same thing, except it's about these three Korean cults. You know, in, in Asia and particularly in Korea, uh, Christian evangelism is just gigantic. It's really, really soaring. There are these mega congregations, and uh, don't misunderstand me. I, uh, I love my Christian brothers, and indeed I have done a podcast uh, talking about an evangelical conf- conference that I addressed in Chicago years ago about um, uh, oh five hundred pastors for the weekend all across uh, from all across the uh, the country. Um, what was I doing there? It was about narrative in scripture, and um, wow, I never never had a warmer, more loving audience. I'm telling you, it was all I could do from to refrain from rushing downtown and uh, getting baptized at the mission, you know, after, after the, uh, after the, after the event. Um, in any event, the, the, uh, these three preachers, uh, these Korean preachers uh, leading these big mega cults, uh, they also claim to be Jesus, that they are Jesus. They claim to believe that they are Jesus. And the question arises again, do they really believe that, or is that something that they make up? Now, I want to tell you what I think, and I also want to tell you, of course, you know that it's just what one guy thinks. This is just what Richie thinks. One more guy, and anybody's allowed to think whatever they want. But uh, I am absolutely sure that I'm right about this. (laughs) In my life, I have been wrong about many things, but I've never been unsure of it. So maybe I'm wrong about this, but... uh, I absolutely believe that they believed that they they believed that maybe they first made it up. I thought they were making it, making it up, but eventually they came to to, to 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 come to believe it. It's not that hard to do. You know, there's a book called The Four Christs of Ypsilanti. It, it's about four mental patients at this institution in Michigan, I think it is, where uh, each patient thinks of these Jesus. Did these did. did did these patients, did they really believe it? Did, did David Koresh, did this Korean? What troubles me, I, I say, yes, they did believe it. And what troubles me about the question is that there is the notion implicit in that, that if they didn't believe it, it was somehow even more evil. If it was just a manipulation, well, they actually came to believe it, that that wasn't really so bad. And that's where I disagree. Uh, I think uh, if you're hateful, 
and, and ugly and, and lethal, uh, being sincere about it in no way mitigates the, uh, the severity of your crime. If you knew that Hitler, you, th- you think that Hitler pretended uh, to uh, hate Jews, he sincerely hated Jews. Does that in some way uh, mitigate, uh, diminish the uh, uh, sinfulness, the, the hatefulness, the destructiveness of, of, uh, of Hitler and uh, let's call them his, his achievements? No, I don't think so. I think uh, that uh, if somebody's doing something badly, I don't care if they sincerely believe that they're doing the right thing. The preachers who abused these uh, children unquestionably thought they were really just Transmitted, they were really Jesus, just transmitting Jesus' love. Everything comes out in a, in a way where we support ourselves, uh, one way or another. We can convince ourselves that uh, we're not really what we are, which is uh, highly questionable moral uh, principled uh, creatures. I think it's useful to think about that when when you're uh, creating characters in a screenplay. Let them uh, be sincere. And in that way, you can let them be human. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please subscribe on Medium and Substack. Uh, Do uh, uh, pass these uh, podcasts around among uh, pals on social media and come back and listen to my next uh, offering.